Hello, this is Brian Auten of Apologetics 315, and we are reading The Gospel in the Marketplace of Ideas, Paul's Mars Hill Experience for Our Pluralistic World by Paul Copan and Kenneth D. Litwock. This is Chapter 8, and I'm joined by co-author Paul Copan. Chapter 8 is entitled The Art of Persuasion. So what's in store for Chapter 8, The Art of Persuasion? In this chapter, you talk about rhetoric, but is rhetoric a negative thing? Rhetoric can be a negative thing if you're simply trying to persuade your audience with a view to changing their minds without regard to the truth. But when rhetoric is appropriately used, then it can be something that actually can be utilized by the Spirit of God to, uh, to persuade people, to change hearts and minds. Uh, Jesus, when he told stories, he was engaging in a kind of, you know, in, engaging in various rhetorical devices. He would tell stories that people could readily identify with. And so Paul, in the same way, was, was using speech uh, and quoting people who could readily be identified. So Paul is building rapport with them, as we've noted earlier. Uh, he's quoting uh, authorities respected by the audience, like Epimenides and Aratus. In, you know, when Paul says uh, that we are his offspring, or in him we live and move and exist, uh, he's quoting non-scriptural sources, extra-biblical sources, pagan sources. Uh, and so, as we said earlier, Paul uses Scripture but he doesn't quote scripture like Peter does at Pentecost when he's quoting Joel 2 and, and when, he's, when he's quoting Psalm 16. You see, to quote Moses or Isaiah would have been futile, but to quote uh, Epimenides and Aratus, these are thinkers considered to be authoritative in Athens. Uh, and, and so in the same way, like I've said before, if we're simply quoting the Bible and saying the Bible says, uh, we will readily be dismissed because people in our post-Christian culture don't accept the Bible as authoritative. And so we'll build bridges where people do recognize certain authorities and where we have commonality. We can build on those bridges. Uh, but, but again, Paul is not afraid to point out the ignorance uh, of the one true God and of the judgment that is to come. Uh, Paul is, uh, again, even though he's using rhetoric, he is not compromising with the truth of the gospel. Uh, Paul is not papering over the hard edges of the gospel, that there can also be bad news involved in proclaiming the good news. But Paul is using cultural cues and key themes that his audience could un understand and identify with. And so Paul is using these uh, these cues uh, to, you know, and, and he knows his audience, and so he's weaving the gospel message in with these ideas, and so he is really masterful in proclaiming and crafting the message of the gospel to an Athenian audience. Thanks, Paul, and thank you for listening. I hope you will read along with Apologetics 315.